0: Yo, what is up, chumps? Welcome back to the Fantasy Chumps podcast. We have our full crew today: Nate, John. It's Super Bowl week, and who's fired up?
1: I'm amped. Uh, I I started to get the jitters a little bit today. Um, I was thinking just about the magnitude of the game and what that this could be for the chiefs and just kind of celebrating the, the whole thought of us being in the super bowl. It's just a neat thing that I think my perspective has changed on it significantly over the past couple weeks of like, Hey, we're super fortunate as chiefs fans to experience what we're experiencing right now. It was actually when Nate sent that tweet about, what Mahomes would have to do for the next 13 years to match Tom Brady's stats, and that really put it in perspective for me. So um, it's incredible what the Chiefs are doing right now. super excited for this Super Bowl, but also trying to stay a little bit humble and and understand this is an incredible stretch of time for the Chiefs. Hmm. Well,
0: that, that was a great way to start. Boom. I mean, once Mahomes plays till he's 40 and he breaks all Brady's records, then we don't have
1: to worry about this anymore. Yeah. Right. Seven or eight rings in. That would be insane. <laughs> yeah, got some work to do to get to that point. See, was doesn't say if he wins
0: four, I'm already crowning him. So
1: it I think is what it is. Four is very attainable. I don't. Oh, yeah that's very far outside the realm of possibility. He could have four before he's 35, easily.
0: Yeah, he could have four before he's 30.
1: Technically,
2: <laughs> <it> was... <laughs> Nate, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling the same way as you, John. Just uh, very excited, kind of taking it all in. It was, uh, I really, it kind of uh, set in. I was actually uh, downstairs uh, working out last night, and they always have, Settle like, flex. TVs. Oh, yeah, subtle flex. Um, but they always have TVs playing downstairs, and one of the TVs, like, constantly <laughs> has ESPN on. And it was, like, the, you know, kickoff of the Super Bowl week. And it's just, like, you, like, literally see, you know, Chris Jones getting interviewed up there, and it's just, like, holy cow. Like, that's our player. Like, that's those are our players there, on, like, at the Super Bowl right now. And they're going to be playing a football game on Sunday. And uh, it's it's going to be awesome. I think I'm really looking forward to the matchup against the Eagles. I think um, it's going to be a pretty even matchup, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, I know we all have our leans as far as which way, the, which way the game is going to go. Um, but it should be a really interesting lead-up to the Super Bowl game. Um and then I think the game will be awesome. I think it's going to be some high-quality football. So uh, excited to discuss it with you all here tonight.
0: I'm definitely excited. Um, yeah, it, it, we're definitely blessed. I'm hoping we can win, obviously, and then have a little uh, little podcast next week to kind of <laughs> cap off a little, uh, little football season. I think it would be a lot of fun.
1: That real victory laps. <laughs> Several, uh, even though uh, even
0: though I was a Jalen
1: Hurts guy, yeah, it's you know Nate, you'll
2: for sure go to the parade because one hundred percent, absolutely, <laughs> I will. I heard the it was I didn't make it to the last time the Chiefs won the Super Bowl back in twenty nineteen. I didn't go up to the parade. Um, I heard it was like a record. Like low temperatures for February, like it was, it was. rigid. I, I, I remember that, yeah, because yeah.
1: relatively low attendance for a Super Bowl parade is what I feel like I remember the headline being, but I think it was like in the single digit or something stupid like that.
2: It was, yeah, and it was like, yeah, wind chill was negative. I, <laughs> I think my sister and my brother may have gone or something, but they were like, it was not even really worth it, yeah. <laughs> like it was so miserable. Um but yeah I'll definitely be going if we keep this weather that we've been experiencing lately. Uh yeah no. kicking it in a Mahomes jersey and some shorts. So let uh, just go in full body paint. Who knows?
1: Layton, will you make a trip to KC for the for parade? The, no. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs>
0: so. I, I'm not buying a flight to go watch a parade. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I wish I could be there. No, I'll be uh, I'll be just fine smiling for the next, like,
1: two weeks. What day – do they normally do it on a Saturday? I would assume so, right?
2: I want to oh. say it was a weekday the last yeah. time they did it because a lot really? of offices were closing so people could go. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't up here at that point, but I feel like that's kind of what I remember hearing. Yeah. Um, which would be awesome. I would take that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a Monday, I would – would not be opposed to a little uh, long weekend. Right.
1: <laughs> but, feel, uh, you close the office for the
2: parade. You also need to close the office the following day to let people recover. <laughs> absolutely. That's how I feel about Super Bowl Monday, man. I do. I think Super Bowl Monday should absolutely be a national holiday. I agree. Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, but, uh, well, I guess we should talk more about the game instead of uh, what happens after. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah. We're getting <laughs> a little premature here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what do you? Who's going first? Um,
2: forgot, you, both of you have something lined up. And I'm I guess I've excited. got a couple of things lined up. My my first thing that I've got lined up is is very related to the Super Bowl game. So I don't know if we want to do that now, or I can also start us off with kind of something fun, a little more trivia question. What would uh, yeah, you guys so rather do? I
0: think we should start off. Um, let's save the Super Bowl analysis for the end, real quick. Okay. Because I'm sure sure people are getting a full of it. We'll give our opinions and our uh, predictions.
2: Okay, so starting a little fun. Um, This is a question about MVPs for the last 10 years. Um, (laughs) I can't let you guys cheat at all, okay? So promise me that. Um, Neither of you have your video up, so I can't can't see if you're going to be honest or not. But the question is, Going back to 2 uh 2012 how many MVPs have also won offensive player of the year in the same year Yikes instead of the past 10 years Actually yeah in the past 10 years I'll t- actually I will tell you the how many if you can name the three How about that Going back to 2012 Going back to 2012 yeah <laughs> I feel like it's so like so it's kind of tough because that's like a nine-year sample because we don't have twenty twenty-two yet. Um, but so I'll, I'll tell you this: there are so, three we, players. We, we do there, yeah, exactly. But who knows about the offensive player of the year? Um, three players have done it in going from uh, twenty twenty-one back to 2012 or twenty twelve. Excuse me. Okay, so I was going off with my guess. Okay, I think Lamar Jackson's one. Okay, that is incorrect.
0: But he's, he's a quarterback and a running back. How's that not?
1: <laughs> All Jean not... Peterson has
2: one of them. Yeah. A- AP was not one of them. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. And is it like So th- it's Peyton, yep. Mahomes. Yep, yep. That's too. Brady probably got that one. Oh, wait, John, you are right. In 2012, the Adrian Peterson did win both. I oh, didn't yes. go back that far. Okay, well then there's four, so I was wrong. So oh. there's one more that you guys are missing. <laughs> so it's not Brady. It's not Brady. No, it's Rogers. It is not Rogers. I don't know. If... I'll give you guys three more guesses.
0: Oh, I love how, I love how John and I just took – we instantly went through the third like guy instead of taking the first two
2: easy ones to start. <laughs> uh, it's it's probably Cam Newton. Surprisingly, it's not Cam Newton. Not Cam Newton. Dang. Did There's an MVP? MVP. Yeah, he won an MVP.
0: I kind of forget that.
1: Uh I'm struggling to think of him now. Rodgers, Lamar. I'm not I'm not guessing. I'm just I'm naming so Rodgers won two, Lamar won one, Brady won two in that stretch, I think. I think so, yep. So, one, two, three, four. Peyton won two. No, he only won
2: stretch. I don't know. You guys ready? Yep. It's It's Russell Wilson. Matt Ryan.
0: What?
2: (laughs) Oh, no. Maddie Ice. Got it in 2016. (laughs) Well, that was the pick of his career.
1: Isn't that oh.
2: nasty? <laughs> it is
1: disgusting. Uh, I've got, I've got a quick MVP trivia question as well. Perfect. So, bring it on. Dating back to Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> the deal. That's it. You got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Dating back to 1990. So I know that's. Oh
0: my lord.
1: There are two franchises. And I'm not going to say if it's the same player or multiple players, but there are two franchises that have had, that have held the player on their roster that's won the MVP three years in a row. What are the two franchises? When was this going back to? Back to
2: 1990. Holy cow. So one team had a player that won the MVP three years in a row. So
1: I'll, I'll just tell you, it's for one of them it is, and for one of them it is not. But the team had players that won an MVP three years in a row.
0: I'm kind of confused by the question.
1: <laughs> so let's say that Mahomes won an MVP, Chris Jones won the next one, and Mahomes won the one after that. So the Chiefs would have had the MVP of the NFL for three years in a row. I see. wasn't okay. a player. So, okay a franchise had a player won three MVPs in a row and one time a franchise had two players that won three MVPs wow a total of not like six they won a total of three MVPs but there were two players who won this is a very very tough question So think of somebody from since 1990 who was possibly good enough to win three MVPs
2: in a row. I mean, I would be thinking uh, like Brett Favre. I was going to say the Packers. So Packers, perhaps.
1: that's, That's the one that won three in a row. Brett Favre won three from...
0: He won three in a row. Holy cow.
1: He won 95, 96, and 97.
2: Holy cow.
1: The other one I will be... Very surprised if you get this correct.
2: Was it Peyton Manning with the Colts? No, I'll give you guys <sighs> each, and I don't think you'll get it. Layton, you go ahead.
0: I don't even know what to guess. <laughs> That's
1: it. So, this one's a little more recent. This one is dating back to. Nineteen ninety-eight. So, oh,
0: thank goodness,
1: the, it's a little more recent. Well,
0: just when I was one.
1: <laughs> so this, it's a quarterback running back combo. There's that's the last hint that I can give you. Yeah,
2: Ooh. like that. Was it the Cowboys? No, it was not the Cowboys. All right, Layden, it's all yours. Stage set. Well, I wanted to
1: guess. Dude, I don't even know who to guess.
0: Like, none of my guesses would be filled with
2: confidence.
1: I'll just – I'll give it to you guys if you you just want to hear it.
2: Yep, I'm ready.
1: It was Marshall Falk and Kurt, the Rams. Really? Wow. Kurt Warner won it in 2001 and 2000 – or, sorry, 1999 and 2001. Marshall Falk won it in 2000.
2: The greatest show on turf, baby. There it is.
1: Uh, Also, I won't make you guys guess this one, but this is just a fun fact. The last division, or the most recent division to have four MVPs is the AFC West.
0: Huh. Really? Well, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Mahomes in 18. Peyton Peyton in 13. Yep. This is where it gets... A little bit wild or after this. Ladanian Tomlinson <laughs> in two thousand six and then Rich Gannon in two thousand two,
2: baby. Yuck. Gross. <laughs> wow, that's some history right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly I, I still to this day like gush over that uh that Rams team from ninety nine to like two thousand two. That team was so fun. I yeah. Just Marshall Falk. One they that is two. like a team. If I was doing like a fantasy, like Madden franchise, that's what I would want. Give me Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce, and Marshall Falk. With Patrick Mops. With, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kurt Warner was kind of good with it, though. Well, we'll say. Yeah. Uh,
1: what's that coach's name, Dick Vermeil. Yeah. Hall of Fame. Old Dick. New. He, he was. He was. Uh, Inducted this year, wasn't he?
2: Uh huh. I think he was. Yeah,
1: yeah, good guy. Good guy. He seems guy. like a great guy. Does I? Oh,
2: I love him.
0: I'd love to have dinner with him. <laughs> what?
2: Where are you gonna take him? Yeah,
0: I don't know. Probably RVs or something like that. No, I
2: do <laughs> <Arby's. laughs>
0: I mean, it has to be someplace in Kansas City. I would take him to Lydia's see how much pasta he can
2: put down. <laughs> Mm, it's a good spot.
0: Uh yes, it was. Um
1: oh. huh? The Super Bowl. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough MVP time. <laughs> that's true. Um, I mean,
0: after Mahomes wins it, it will be.
1: Yeah, MVP. Pat.
2: All so right, you've got some. You've got some props for the Super Bowl, right?
0: Yeah, I've got some
2: thoughts that I can get into. I did want to kind of set up the Super Bowl discussion with a question for the two of you kind of regarding matchups. Um, if you were to... I, Sorry, I didn't prep you guys at all for this, but if you were to pick one position group to kind of watch um, for, this, uh, for this Super Bowl matchup, what would you be focusing on, John? Like, would you be... For me personally, it's probably um, you know Chiefs defensive line versus Eagles offensive line. I think that's something that I would going to be very interested in watching. Is there is there a different kind of group uh, matchup that you're most excited for?
1: So if it has to be a matchup where both units are on the field, that I would pick. Um, but honestly, I think the two most important units for both teams are the defensive lines. I think mm-hmm. how the D-line plays for the Eagles and how the D-line plays for the Chiefs, it'll probably tell most of the story. Yep. Yeah. Layton, what do you think?
0: Yeah, so I was going to kind of – I was going to kind of – I don't really know how to describe it. I was going to kind of cheat the answer. I was going to say, our D-line and linebackers versus the running game?
2: Hmm. Fair. Kind of cheating, every- but
0: we'll allow it. <laughs> well, like, I th- if the Eagles can't run, like, as well as they normally do, it- it's like, I just feel like this game's going to be set up to, like, every time the Chiefs play the Titans, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, if the Titans just run it down their throat, they'll win, keep Mahomes off the field. And besides the one game in Nashville that I had the unfortunate experience of being at, it just doesn't happen. So, I remember in the playoffs, remember... Derrick Henry to like forty yards or something, mm-hmm. and I remember everybody was like, "Oh, this is the this is the year the Titans are going to upset the Chiefs." Derek Carr or Derek Derek Carr, Derek Henry is going to have like one hundred fifty yards on the ground, and it's just going to be crazy. And what happened? They they shut him down. So if they can do that and they force Jalen Hurts to try to beat um, the Chiefs, I think it's uh, over. If you ask me.
2: Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I mean, that's definitely where everybody's going to be looking, I think. Uh, that's the Eagles' strength. That's kind of where they've been punishing defenses all year is with the run game. Um, they definitely have a dominant offensive line. I think it's going to be fun because I think both sides of that matchup are going to kind of get theirs throughout the game. Like, I think there's definitely going to be times when the Eagles' O-line just opens up plays for the running backs, for Jalen Hurts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. to pick up some big yardage on run plays. But I also think there's going to be many times when Chiefs defensive line, as good as they've been playing and as good as the linebackers have been playing this postseason, I think they'll be able to make some splash plays in the backfield, kind of blow things up. Um, I guess if I had like a second pick there, I'm pretty excited for the – I'm excited to see the Chiefs rookie rookie D-backs – Going up against Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and A.J. Brown. For I sure. think that's, that's kind of a sneaky one that not a lot of people have talked a ton about. Um, so far, uh, it's, it's been a, a very interesting season for the Chiefs secondary, um, starting, what, three rookies now in the secondary? Is that right? Uh, yeah, Snead's playing, so it'll just be two, but yeah. Okay, and, but we've seen a lot of Brian Cook lately, a lot of Joshua right. Williams, a lot of Jalen Watson. Um, I, I mean, I think that's going to be awesome. I, I really honestly like the Chiefs secondary in that matchup, as weird as it sounds. I think they've been playing as a really cohesive unit lately, um, making huge plays and, and turning the ball over. So I, I think it'll be awesome, but de- uh, Philadelphia's got some dogs out there that can make plays.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, I think that's definitely a big matchup. I'm uh, not – I don't want to say I'm not worried about it, but, like, the way they've played without our best cornerback, potentially, mm-hmm. against the Bengals, who have much better weapons, I think is – I think a good sign for us. And my, not, not necessarily how I feel about a fan, but just as a, like, confidence in themselves. Mm-hmm. Like especially as a rookie, you know, AFC Championship game, they were probably under a lot of pressure on themselves because they're used to being the best, like in college, and then have to guard T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd for a half. It's, I can see how that could get to you, but they they did extremely well. So
1: right, who would you rather them cover the the Bengals receiving
2: group or the Eagles? Uh. I, if I had to like pick a group to go up against, I'd probably pick the Eagles. I think, I, I think the Bengals have a really good wide receiver core. They
1: yeah, I agree, but Oh man, they, they played them so well in that game. Not to, not to dwell on the AFC championship, but our, our secondary
2: played a very good game. I thought, Oh, they really did. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a, a huge deal. That's kind of, why I'm picking them as somebody that – or the group that I'm going to be watching closest. Um But, yeah, uh you guys want to get in some props? I got some – Absolutely. Mm-hmm. so ones for you guys.
0: Yeah. Well, one last thing to kind of tie it up. I feel like the – I feel like the Eagles are really dependent on A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith for their offense, at least passing-wise. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like the Bengals, they would get like – Joe Mixon, Smudgy P. Ryan, Hayden Hurst, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. So not only do I think the Bengals have a better overall, you know, talent at the position, I also think they have more guys that you have to worry about. Like, does anybody know who the Eagles' third wide receiver
1: is?
2: Quez Watkins. Probably.
0: Is anybody worried about Quez Watkins?
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't know. He could definitely have a good game. Yeah, he could. It's it's kind of for the I'm same- not worried about him, though. No. To answer your question, no, I'm not. Yeah,
0: worried. so it's like, but like when we were going up and we had to cover Tyler Boyd too, I was like, you know, Tyler Boyd worries me, and then he got
1: hurt,
2: unfortunately. But you know,
0: that's just, maybe that's just me, but that's just something I thought about to wrap up the conversation.
2: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I kind of agree with you, though. I think it's going to take one of these like tertiary players for the Eagles to. If they're going to win, one of these guys is going to have to step up and have a monster yeah. game. So it's like, if it's going to be Quez Watkins, like, that's definitely possible. I mean, it, the Chiefs may just be like, okay, you go and beat us. Uh, if you want to win, we're going to, you know, do what we can to neutralize A.J. Brown, Devonte Smith, Dallas Goddard. Um, but if Quez Watkins is going to have to make plays, <laughs> so be it. Um, but another guy, like, I even think of is Kenneth Gainwell, who's really honestly going to have a Super good uh, postseason. Yeah. Um, It's been super efficient. Uh, I honestly think he could have a a breakout game. Um, He's a pretty good receiving back as well, but mm -hmm. it's going to be really fun. I think I can't wait. Um, But anything else on that guys? Nope. Sorry. That was just my last point. (laughs) No, you're all good. So first, first prop. And these are a a couple of these. I had literally never heard of before. (laughs) So the first prop, we'll, we'll go pretty basic here. Okay. So one that I saw today is uh, it's with NFL quarterback or the, the Super Bowl quarterback props. So Mahomes right now, his over-under is set at 293 and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, and I actually can't find J- uh, Oh, Jalen Hurts is at 240 and a half. All right. For passing? For passing. Oh, easy under. So the the prop that I saw was Mahomes to have more passing yards or Jalen Hurts plus 45 and a half compared to Mahomes. What would you take? If Mah- <sighs> if Mahomes had to throw 46 more y- passing yards than Jalen Hurts, yeah. would you take that or would you? Yeah, I'd take that. I think I would too. <laughs> Dude, okay,
0: so since Jalen Hurts has gotten hurt, he has averaged uh-huh. six yards an attempt.
1: Wow. That's yeah, the, the injury is something that I don't think it's talked about with Jalen Hurts enough leading up to this game.
0: no, uh, no not at all. He honestly, like not to be a homer, I don't think he looks very good.
2: Go ahead, yeah, they haven't. They really haven't had to throw the ball, which is the thing. It's like all these games that they played in the postseason have been blowouts, just because you know their defense is playing well. They're getting the ball back in good field position for the offense, and they can just run the ball on these teams. So it's like Jalen. I don't know. I don't know if they're like covering it up or if they've just gotten lucky and not had to throw the ball in critical situations. But yeah, I like. I think that you know, like depth of target chart that I saw have seen circulating is kind of alarming
0: yeah and like his longest um what was it his youngest his longest (laughs) completion outside of the Devante Smith catch that shouldn't have been a catch was like 10 yards like of air air throw you know Mm -hmm. so like I don't know I think it's a much bigger deal than people aren't talking about. I guess.
2: Yeah, John, what would what would you say for the the Mahomes versus Hertz plus forty five and a half? I would. I'd take Mahomes. Yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I I wish it was more interesting than that, but I don't. I don't think it is.
2: Unfortunately, no,
0: it's not. That's easy <laughs> money. That's free money. Some would say. Some... So.
2: The see. next one, it's more of a, an eagle side. So, A.J. Brown, his longest reception, would you say over or under 26 and a half yards? What do you think? Under. Oh. I'll go with over
1: on that one. Yeah. I, I, I'm i probably
2: going under here. Yes. Yeah, I want a good start. I'm.
1: <laughs> Twenty-six yard receptions has AJ Brown had this year? I want. That's to- a great question. I'm gonna. I'll try to find it.
0: Well, the thing is, like, it's just it's not necessarily a. Uh, I guess a. I don't know what to call it. Like a negative against uh, AJ Brown. It's more of a negative against Jalen Hurts and how healthy he looks.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, the, I I would say no. Oh. Wow, he had four receptions for 28 yards total against the 49ers. Yes you know what i'm I'm hammering the
2: under. Yes. <laughs> All in agreement again consensus. Wow. like they're definitely
0: try, they're definitely going to uh, try to get him the ball as much as they can, right
1: but actually, no, never mind. I'm changing my mind. I'm going back. I'm I'm back on the over. So oh, John. before the last two games, which he has been awful. Against <laughs> the Giants, he had well, they've been winning. But against the Giants, he had three receptions for for twenty two yards. And the mm-hmm. Niners he had four receptions for twenty eight yards. Before that, he had four for nine five against the Giants. His long was thirty seven. Against their backups. Still against the Saints he had 4 for 97 and his long was 78 yards. And then before that it was against the Cowboys he had 6 for 103 with Gardner Minshew and his long okay. 48 yards. So I'll just because 26 is substantially lower than any of those three previous games of what his long was, I'll I'll take the over on it. Okay.
2: All right. Fair, fair. All right, so next one. This is uh, back to the Chiefs, back to the good guys. <laughs> the The receiving yard over under for Isaiah Pacheco set at 14 and a half. Oh. In, in the game last week, Isaiah Pacheco, I think, had like... Uh, I don't want to speak off-kilter here. He had uh, a lot. He had a lot. Like, I thought he had, like, closer... I don't, I don't know. Here, I'll find it real quick. But what would you guys do? Over under 14 and a half right now, if you could.
1: I've almost. Uh, made... You'd what? I almost have it pulled up here. Okay. In the Bengals game, he had 26 receiving yards. Oh, no, that's rushing yards. That's
2: rushing, yeah.
1: 59 receiving yards. The game before, had six against the Jaguars, zero against the Raiders, 18 against the Broncos, and 32 against the Seahawks.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with under because I think they needed to do it out of necessity.
1: I completely agree with that. I'm going to hit the under.
2: All right. I'm I'm going to have to go against you guys here. I think I'm going to go over. Um, I, I think kind of an interesting trend that we've seen lately with the Chiefs is uh, the lack of usage with Jarek McKinnon. And I don't know if that is due to Isaiah Pacheco being more – Trusted in pass protection or whatnot, but we've seen Isaiah Pacheco left in on some passing downs recently. Um, and I think his usage out of the backfield receiving the ball last week, um, getting about 60 yards out of the air. Um, I really like that right now. I thought he dude, looked dude. good. He seems like a viable option there. And I think they're going to utilize it next or this Sunday. Dude, they're just saving McKinnon for the Super Bowl. It's The Damian Williams possibly I don't agree with that but
0: I don't either that's a take it's a you know it's just an idea
2: yeah so I, I think I'm gonna have to go against you guys on that one but um, kind of an interesting line I mean it, it it definitely feels gosh coming off of a 60 yard receiving game it this seems like an alarmingly low over under total.
0: Yeah, because I think they're factoring in account all of our receivers are playing. So. That is
2: also very true. Yeah.
0: So, like, you might not necessarily need to do it. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: Uh-huh. All right. So, here is probably the weirdest prop that I've ever heard of. Oh. Have you guys ever heard – I heard this on a podcast today. Have you guys ever heard of an octopus prop that <laughs> – um for football. I, I have not.
0: That we
2: get eight of them. <laughs> so an octopus is where um this has to happen in like consecutive order. A player scores oh. a touchdown and then a player converts a two point conversion. Okay. Like so another? they're they're either they're the one that either catches or runs the ball into the end zone for the touchdown, and then they do the same thing for the two point conversion. Um it's, do you think there will be an octopus in this game? And if you were to pick a player to have an octopus, who would it be? <laughs>
0: so you're saying, so when I'm picking the octopus, does the person have to get it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they have to score a touchdown and the two-point conversion.
2: Correct. Yes. I mean, there's wow. only
0: one right answer, right?
2: I, I think there's two, but what would you say?
1: Jody Fortson, baby.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's three.
1: I'll, my first pick would
2: probably be Jalen Hurts. Yep, that was one of mine for sure. I don't
0: know. He's only averaging 2.9 <laughs> 2. 2. yards a carry now. That's injury.
2: It's all you need for a two-point conversion. Sure. <laughs> but not a touchdown. There you go. <laughs> um, the
0: other one has to be Kelsey, right?
2: Yep, that's what I was thinking.
1: Interesting. I was actually going to say McKinnon. McKinnon.
0: It's also McKinnon. possible.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Just because uh, I th- I think passing and rushing, he'll probably I don't know. I guess it the AFC championship confused me on what McKinnon is for our offense because yeah. he was not involved and Clyde is gonna be healthy at least and available. I don't know if he's gonna play really or not. But mm-hmm. I guess that concerns me a little bit with McKinnon, but he it would probably be Hertz and then McKinnon for me.
2: Yeah. Interesting. There was was some very in-depth breakdown here discussing, like, you know, how certain players would get their touchdown and then how they might be utilized in the um, two-point conversion attempt after. Some of the reasoning that I heard was, like, Devontae Smith, if he's going to score a touchdown, you know, that touchdown play might be 20 yards plus in the air. Probably not with Jalen Hurts throwing, but yeah, I get what you're saying. But it's like the idea is like if he's (laughs) going to be running that route and making that play down the field, it's like they probably don't want to go right back to him after he's had, you know, like expended himself on a play like that energy-wise. So, But like Travis Kelsey, you know, I mean, he just is a goal-line monster kind of. So he could run a stick route and then another stick route or screen and he gets the octopus, but – that was a that was a first for me. I had never heard of that. Yeah, I I, I don't know if I'd feel confident ever really doing that for me. But uh, odds on that are like ridiculous. I think it's like plus 2000 or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Justin kind of Watson sense. screams like this is a
1: Justin Watson game.
2: I think an, a Justin Watson octopus might be like plus 20,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: There's Almost no chance on that one.
2: Yeah, I don't see that. Um, All right, so another kind of interesting – this is more of like a game prop for the Super Bowl. But So if you combine the yardage of all scoring plays, so that's touchdowns and field goals. Extra points are excluded. But touchdowns and field goals, if you combine all the yardage – do you think that turns it? Do you think it goes over 198 and a half or under? Under. Say that again. So combine the yardage of all of the scoring plays. Okay. So oh. that's yardage of touchdown plays and then yardage of field goals kicked. If you combine all of those, do you think that total yardage goes over 198 and a half or under 198 and a half? I'd say over. Yeah,
1: it's tough. How I think many for touchdowns are going to be scored five at least. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean, Mahomes
0: is throwing
2: for five, naturally. so I mean, right, right. Naturally, zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's actually awesome. a, a good question, John. It, it's probably like a good thing to consider the over that they've set the game at. Uh, so the over under right now is fifty one. So, what would that be?
1: So, if five touchdowns are scored, there's 35. Yeah. That you're making up another 16 in field goals. Yep. Possible. So, we'll say 15, just for ease of math. And There's no way there's five field goals, but yeah, go ahead. But if there's five touchdowns and five field goals, an average touchdown distance, we'll say, is 10 10 yards. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I think it's probably longer than that. Mm-hmm. If you've got five field goals at what? Does that, that does it include extra points or no?
2: No. No extra points or two two point conversions. Those are excluded.
1: I would say the average field goal is probably thirty yards. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's I'd say yeah, thirty to forty. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're well, going way too <laughs> in depth on this.
2: If, yeah. If it's not field- Worth of
1: touchdowns and 150 yards of field goals. Yeah,
2: it's right on the line. I, I know. It's a very good line. So, wait, did you did you say over, John? I would
1: say over because I think there will be more than 50 yards worth of touchdowns. But mm-hmm. I think there will be substantially more than 50 yards worth of touchdowns. Probably less than 150 yards worth of field goals. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think I would go under for this one. So, I've, I've also had all day to think about this. And <laughs> I think it kind of depends on how the game is going. As, like, if touchdowns are being put up, I think teams will be more inclined to go for it on fourth down and short if they're, like, inside the 30 or so. And we definitely know the Eagles probably lead the league in, in doing that and going for it on fourth. They're so probably up there, yeah. I feel like that plays into – You know more touchdowns being scored from like less far out, I guess. Yeah, you also have to think about it too, because
0: if they do go for it on fourth down at as high of a rate as they do, and they don't get them, for example, right, the Chiefs giving Mahomes a short field isn't doesn't really
2: ever bode well. So, right, I mean, but yeah, it kind of it kind of goes both ways. It's like that would if if they go for it on fourth and don't get it, that would take points off the board um playing more into that under and whatnot. But then you give Mahomes in the Chiefs short field position or vice versa or whatever. But yeah, it's kind of an interesting prop that I'd never really thought of before. But you can you can get very in-depth the analysis.
0: Yeah, you definitely could.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, I have one more and this is one that I've never heard of before. Oh, you can God, do <laughs> you can do NFL Cross sports props. What? So, uh, so <laughs> right now there's a prop bet where you uh, for this weekend you you can wager on if the Chiefs are going to score more points than James Harden <laughs> in this game. This weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Another one is. Uh, is AC Milan going to score more goals than Jalen Hurts has touchdown passes? this? Yes. Which is absolutely, I just, I thought that was kind of funny, but, I mean, um...
0: AC Milan's at least scoring one goal. So, I mean,
2: <laughs> but all right, back to the serious one. Who is the player to record the first sack in the game? Frank Clark. <laughs> uh,
0: Blood
1: in
2: the water, baby. Dude, I'll say Fletcher Cox to be different. What? So how how it stands right now is Hassan Reddick is the favorite. Yeah. Followed very close by Chris Jones. Frank Clark is plus nine fifty to get the first sack.
0: I love that. Uh, Fletcher (laughs) Cox
2: is plus sixteen (laughs) hundred. And guess who is down there at plus 3,200 to get the first sack? George Carl It Alexis. is Legereus Sneed. Ooh. I would. not would honestly, that. I honestly think I might throw, throw like a fiver on it or something.
0: Dude, honestly, I don't hate that because you,
2: you get a good cornerback blitz to,
0: on the first drive for the Eagles. Mm.
2: I kind of like it. Five to win, 160. <laughs>
1: There's five dollars you'll we'll never see again. <laughs> hey now,
2: but yeah, that'd be wild. Yeah. I okay. Well, final final picks. The Chiefs are plus one and a half right now. Hammer. John, who are you taking? Hammer. The point.
1: <laughs> Can't believe we're getting them, but Hammer it. Chiefs one and a half easy money. Yep, I'm with you. Hey, Leighton line then technically, but yeah.
0: Oh, I, I'm taking the Chiefs' money line. I don't need the points. Right. <laughs> Mahomes is going to tell everybody that he's the future GOAT. And Jalen Hurts is going to, honestly, okay. So, from a non biased perspective, I don't see a single way the Chiefs get blown out of this game. I think there's zero chance of that happening. Yeah. From a non biased perspective, we, I, I was, go ahead.
1: We we mentioned that a little bit last week. That I don't. There's a scenario where the Chiefs get blown out, but I do think there's a scenario where the Eagles get blown out.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And I was listening to First Things First, and Nick Wright said something that blew my mind. The Chiefs have gone thirty-two straight games, regular and postseason included, where they either win or they lose by four points or less.
1: Wow, whoa. Isn't that mind-blowing? I'm trying to think of who the blowout... It was the Bucks. It was in the Super Bowl. It was the Super Bowl. Wow. We haven't
0: lost the game by more than four points since the chiefs Bucks Super Bowl.
1: Incredible.
2: That's insane. is oh, that nuts?
1: I did. That gets me fired up. Man, this is a awesome game. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way
0: the Chiefs get blown out. And honestly, if Jalen Hurts plays like he did the past
1: two games i'm i'm way too overconfident for this but i I think i i feel like i'm setting myself up for failure i don't i don't think there's any world where the chiefs lose this game Uh, okay i'm not gonna go that far (laughs) i'm like this honestly feels like a week five layup against like no i'm not gonna say that because really
0: dude the eagles have such good track record of hurting other people's quarterbacks like
2: True. A dirty yeah. franchise. In dirty my franchise.
1: Head, I'm processing <laughs> is that it's just another it's just another game. It I don't know. And I'm sure it'll be different once it's on and it's the Super Bowl and it's the production of all of it. And yeah. but right now I struggle putting myself in that mindset because I'm so confident that we will win this game. I like yeah, I'm not trying to be that guy. I just can't
0: picture of banged up Jalen hurts beating the homes. Yeah. And I know, I know it's more than that in a game, but that, that's kind of where I'm at. Nate, are you,
2: are you were really confident last week? I, I was overly confident last week. <laughs> and I, I ended up watching like the final minute from my knees <laughs> for the, for the Bengals game last week. I was, I was absolutely shooketh uh, towards the crunch time of that game. But, uh, yeah, I'm probably not as confident as you guys are in this. I just – but I'm I'm trending that way. I'm becoming more confident as I think about it more. I just – I think the Eagles are a, probably the second most talented team in the NFL, I think, outside of the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it could go either way. You could say the Eagles are the first, and I wouldn't really argue with you. Um, I, I just I have a
0: question. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. I think there's enough of a storyline and a narrative here where I think the Chiefs have bought into it and are not going to show up flat and are going to bring their A game, their A-plus game, and I think that they are going to win the Super Bowl. Um, But I have a follow-up question. I want to hear yours first, Layton.
0: Okay. I'll do mine quickly. We've, We've been going for a lot longer than a quick
2: episode before
0: the Super Bowl. Do you think this Eagles team is better than the 49ers team that lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl?
1: Oh, as, as it stands right now,
2: yeah, like, probably better. I, I think they're better as well. Yeah, what do you think, Layden? I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> Some mic issues. Uh, John and I both said we feel like the Eagles are better than the 49ers of 2019. I I just don't think they're nearly as good. That is, I, it's tough. I mean, you could go player by player and it's probably going to be pretty close. So Debo and AJ Brown, who gets the nod there? AJ Brown. I, I, I don't think Debo was Debo quite yet at that point I, in time. I, more yeah, Debo sure. at that point. You think he use more Debo? I, that was the Debo
1: year. Was it not? That was the year before the Debo year, I yeah. think. Okay.
0: Yeah, but, but just think about it like this. that I think that offensive line is better for the 49ers. I think Emmanuel Sanders at the time was is better than Devontae Smith right now. I, I definitely think the defense is better.
2: That's hard to argue. <laughs> or, I mean, I don't know. That's hard. That's like splitting hairs. This Eagles yeah. team has been really good. They have. So, that's a good question, though. I think it's very comparable, honestly. Yeah. That's an interesting
1: matchup. The The Eagles can move the ball on the ground better than – Well, I don't know. Better? No. The, no, the 49 are so good at running the ball that year. Uh, I, I would but, agree with that, quarterback, honestly. honestly. That's the reason that – Yeah, I, it's because Jalen
0: Hurts runs a lot, and Jimmy Garfield
2: definitely didn't run. Mm-hmm but well Nate what was your but I also think I also think the Chiefs are better a lot better than they were that year honestly yeah um okay so the other question was uh storylines for this for this week I think there's like probably three that are are getting thrown around the most uh the first one is probably the Kelsey Brothers Super Bowl and I'm, I'm just asking which one uh do you think is the best, and are you most excited about? So there's the Kelsey brothers Super Bowl, obviously Travis Kelsey playing against Jason Kelsey, um, the New Heights Bowl, as people are calling it. Um, I think that's kind of an interesting one. The other one is uh, Andy Reid coming back to the Super Bowl, playing against his former team that he coached to the Super Bowl, and ultimately lost to the Patriots. Right back uh, in. Back in with the Donovan McNabb days.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. But uh, so there's the Andy Reid going against his former team. And then I think the third one that's probably going to be my vote is the Patrick Mahomes legacy storyline, literally leading yeah. his team on a darn near a broken foot to the Super Bowl with Marcus Kemp playing 27% of the snaps last week. Against the fraudulent <laughs> Bengals, and now they're okay. here in the Super Bowl, and he is is working to cement his legacy as the next goat. Which one are you guys most excited for?
1: What would you just set up, dude? <laughs> I like the I like the Kelsey Bowl the most. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the one of the cooler ones, especially because I'm. I mean, after watching New Heights and. Learning a little bit more about who and what Jason Kelsey is, he's such a good dude. I, I just I love listening to both of those guys, and so yeah. that's probably They're really good fun. As a Chiefs fan, though, I mean I'm most excited about Patty and carrying the team on a bum ankle and free agent wide receivers
0: and Marcus Kemp.
2: <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, but lots of, lots of cool storylines for this one.
2: It is. I'm fired up. Let's go, boys. Can the game be next? I can't wait.
1: Next episode we have, we will most likely be two-time Super Bowl champion. Three-time total for the franchise, but two in <sighs> years, four years. Let's go,
0: boys. There it is. Hey, everybody, thank you so much. This is a really long episode. If you made it this far, (laughs) have fun this weekend. Whoever you're rooting for, unless you're rooting for the Eagles. And go Chiefs.
1: Thanks, guys.